victim. As Obi-Wan would say, thank you. <laughs> now I'm lost. What are you going for? <laughs> I just thought you were going to say, may the force be with you. Oh, like, what does Obi-Wan say? He says hello there, but we're leaving, so why would I say that? <laughs> we would be honored if you would join us. Let's uh, move yeah. on to episode seven. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so this episode was great. I mean, uh, because so I kind of like the format that they're doing here. Yeah, mm -hmm. episode seven is kind of is, is unique in a way. It's the only one that's not necessarily tied to a story arc of three episodes. It's kind of on its own, and so it's it's unique in in this series. And mm -hmm. the first thing. The first thing we kind of touched on it uh, uh, earlier parts, but <laughs> it starts again. The episode starts with Cyril mm -hmm. and his mom berating him about his brown suit. And I found it interesting because he's like, it's a brown suit. Who cares? It's brown. But yeah. That's the whole point is it's brown. He's standing out. When when you go, when you look uh, where he's being basically applying for work, they're all wearing the exact same suit and tie everything is exactly the same color it's and, and she's she's basically telling him like why are you trying to stand out well that's exactly her line she says she says what makes you believe the bureau of standards which is where he's trying to the bureau of standards is in the market for individuals mm -hmm. so in other words that's not she thinks that they just want somebody to to fit in to be another bot in a cubicle and and not stand out and that's even him you know he obviously it looks nice he even has, says it's tailored like it doesn't like it's not like he looks unprofessional he's just stands out mm -hmm. which which is against is not what the empire wants it's the individuality that they're they're trying to sniff out which to me goes to your point q of him potentially joining the rebellion at some point mm -hmm. because even even someone who is you you feel like him as a character he's very strict in what he wants and everything and, and he's a very uh kind of tightly wound individual but at the same time you're seeing he has his own fashion sense or his own the way he carries himself and so this feels like that is part of him and the way he feels. And maybe that could be some of the things that lead him to the rebellion. Mm -hmm. So my favorite, favorite part, I think of this episode was we get to see Wolf, your Lauren, Oh, yeah, I was freaking out. Mm -hmm. and I, I love was... it because there's, there's there's nothing that says this is you, Lauren. You know, it does say in the 
if you watch the subtitles, it says subtitles, you Lauren yeah. as the one who starts to speak. That's the only place you see, you see his name or hear it mentioned is if you watch it with the subtitles. I mean, it's pretty obvious that it's him, the white hair and the white mustache, but that was, mm-hmm. it was like, awesome to get to see him. And I, I, I really action. like that because when he comes in, you can, all, and uh, as again, to uh, the point that uh, Tony Gilroy is saying is they're not doing Easter eggs and, and fan service and stuff. And so again, the fan service, we know as fans, but no, as if you're just a someone who doesn't know who Wolf Your Learn is, you have never watched the Clone Wars or or read any of the Thrawn books or any of the books that he's mentioned in. Mm-hmm. And as as a normal fan watching this, all you need to understand is you know that he is the leader, the highest ranking individual at the ISB. He mm-hmm. is the person in charge of the ISB. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and that's and how important uh, this this attack was. Is he how is personal it to, was? Yeah. To he is there to tell to give a speech, and I love yeah. the fact in the speech he goes, "I spoke with Emperor Palpatine last night." Yes, I love that too. How uh, many how many people even in the Empire do you think get appearances with Palpatine? Right. Exactly. Very few. Very few. Mm-hmm. And, and I so think that's that what he has this authority. Yeah. I was just thinking like he was saying that to give everyone chills and yes. to like l- put the fear into them. Like this is the situation right now. And like his, the statement that he makes to when he says the only question that we need to answer is how tight to close our fist. Like once again, like they have some amazing writing and it is well, so perfect. Like, uh, like you, when he hit that, I was like, that's it. But when he said that, did you not instantly think of Leia? Yeah. In her, in her line where she goes talking to Tarkin, the tighter you clench your fists, the more star systems will slip through your grasp. Yep. That's exactly what this is starting to do. I know. And it totally is. And the other thing is I love the fact that, okay, they, they are doing, you know, what they feel is like the best in this situation. Right. But then on the other hand, you have Luthen who sees through it and knew, right. And this is where we get that conversation, which once again, kind of side note, it blew me away that Mon Mothma didn't even know he was doing. This. Right. I right. had a feeling that they were like all in on this together, but now she you had kind no of, idea. Yeah. You backtrack and realize that Luthen saying, I need money. I need money. I need money. And Mon Mothma saying, I, I can't do it right now. It's, it's getting harder and harder and I can't get you what you need, blah, blah. blah. And so, so he's he like, okay, and... I got to get money on my own. Right. And so, and now it's really interesting because you have these two characters who you thought were like, you know, in on this hundred percent together. Now, both of them are kind of butting heads and at odds about this situation. But mm-hmm. Luthen, on the other hand, Luthen isn't, you know, in the Senate floor with Mon Mothma, right? Trying to fight on two fronts. He's fighting on one front and he knows that if they do this, that they're going to do what they're going to do. Like he knew this was going to happen. And so they're thinking, mm-hmm. okay, you know, like ISB, the empire's like, okay, we need to like strike back, strike back hard. And Luthen's like, you know, I need the empire to strike back hard. <laughs> I, so yeah. it's like, I do agree. I, I, I thought it, go ahead. Q. Oh, I was just gonna, I was gonna 
talk more on that um the fan service that was Wolf Hularen and the fact that mm-hmm. it's it's fan service but it's not fan service because it's not like they took this established character from the Clone Wars and put him in this role right mm-hmm. he was already in this role we knew it was canon that he was he was in ISB yeah. so it just it it's fan service but it's fan service that fit perfectly with how the universe has been unfolding Mm-hmm. And I thought it was interesting that in in when he's when he's walking around the room, they show the faces of these the supervisors, and then you see Major Partagast sitting there, who's yeah. like he's the guy who's been like berating these guys and bossing around, giving them orders. Oh, you didn't do this. I might as well give it to somebody else who's competent, right? But then right. he's sitting there quietly, you know, not speaking up. He's just listening to what you learn has to say, and that's the kind of like respect and power that. Well, Yularen has it. Is this character that we've come to know, Major Partagas, as the boss of this group that we're, you know, learning about, and even he's he's got a boss that he's has to quietly sit there and listen to. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think it, that that is that's huge. I think you know uh, Tyler had mentioned it a little bit earlier, but like uh, Yularen is also in like the Thrawn books, you know, and it just kind of goes more into the point of how big of a deal it was to have like a, a a conference with Palpatine, like in those books as well. Thrawn has a chance to actually speak face to face with the emperor, with Palpatine. And that is like, even there, like it's just proving how much of a big deal it is. Like there probably is only what, maybe like five people, you know, in the in the whole empire, you know, they get to like speak face to face with them. You know, like it's pretty <laughs> rare. It's pretty rare. Like, and you know, Tarkin. Well, obviously, we know Yloren, Thrawn, mm-hmm. Vader, Vader. Masamita, mm-hmm. and, and that's what... like the public front is Masamita. So yeah. I, I think that's really the majority of people. Yeah, there's yeah, not there's many not... that like have the ability to talk to him when they need to. Mm-hmm. Other than that, it's only if if he needs something from you would you ever hear from from the emperor. And even then, he's more likely going to go through somebody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I kind of wanted to touch on kind of what uh, Josiah was talking about. I had uh, I had no idea that Mon Mothma didn't know about the plans that was going on, and mm-hmm. I I really liked what Luthen said because and and it almost made me think he's more Saw Gerrera than yeah mon mothma he's more the ugly way mm-hmm. the the maybe not so i don't think so not not as <laughs> the right way but needs to get done i don't but, think i don't think because because sagrera is is victory at all costs right yes and mon mothma is never put anybody in harm's way to, to win mm-hmm. but this this conversation that she has with luthan he she's saying that the empire is going to retaliate and she's she does not want that she doesn't want anybody to be and he's not like i want people to get hurt and 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 suffer but he's he wants the empire to retaliate so people see how bad the empire is when people see the empire retaliating much worse than what they got then people will start to join them right they'll They'll understand how evil the Empire is. They won't be able to stand back anymore and just watch as the Empire's grip gets tighter and tighter. As they're doing that, the system, like like Leia says, systems will slip through their grip. And, and that's what he wants. He doesn't want people to get hurt and suffer, but he wants 
people to see the empire for what they are. Yeah, and to your point, what because what is, his actual line is, the empire has been choking us so slowly, we're starting not to notice. Mm-hmm. And it says it's time to force their hand. Mm-hmm. And yeah. like, just to your point is, so it's time to make them crack down like we know they're going to. Yeah. And because, and it, it almost goes back to what Nimic said, that it's happening so quickly that you don't notice and they're hiding behind all of these atrocities. But at the same time, they're slowly doing this at, and and people are, it's just becoming normal life in in the universe. But this is just normal life and you just have to accept that. And that's mm-hmm. kind of what uh, Luthen is getting at that it's happening so slowly mm. that people are just starting to accept it. We're mm-hmm. not e- we're not even thinking about it anymore, and it's time to show them that the empire is so bad that they're going to crack down so hard on this. They're going to re- they literally call the meeting. We need your retaliation plan yeah. for a robbery. And I also uh, uh, going to uh what Deidre said and she's she's like they're treating this like a robbery and and uh her little sidekick I don't know his name is like what would you call it and I just this moment was like so great she's like an announcement I mm-hmm. loved that line <laughs> yeah the, it was so great like she said it yeah <laughs> the title and yeah, the the she's they're announcing the rebels are basically announcing that they exist. We're mm-hmm. here and we are not going to take what the empire has given. I'm not going to sit here and be thankful. And mm-hmm. and so that just like you said, Luthen, it just those there's a few of those lines that just in this episode really hit and it's this is like one of the great things about this show is a lot. It's a lot of talking, but it's mm-hmm. a lot of in the conversations you hang on every conversation, you know, because the, the speech that you learn is giving, like you, you mentioned, uh, the plan is how, how hard are we going to crack down basically? Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. and but every, Every line is crafted so excellently that while it might not be action, you're still sitting on your at the edge of your seat being like, okay, I have to pay attention to every sentence that's being said in this show. Mm-hmm. And that is what this episode does so well. There are so many lines that are just... Excellent. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I liked because when Mon, Mon Mothma's talking to him, talking to Luthen, he's like, "Revolutions are expensive." Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, yeah, that was a good one too. Uh, I want to. Uh, you guys want to talk about the. Uh, Mon Mothma and her childhood friend as she's mm-hmm. in the, 
in the party in her house and how he's like, you probably don't want to confide in me because of this and this and this and that my politics are getting are probably a little strong for you. Yes. I loved that. And, mm -hmm. and so she starts to actually tell him. But she doesn't. Yeah. And and she she discussing and she's trying to elude that she needs help getting funds. And he's like, well, what's this for? Better you not know. And then she says the line back to him. That my politics might be a little strong for you. Mm -hmm. and, and it's like, dun, dun, dun. Yeah. <laughs> mm hmm. She's slowly starting to come into her way. And I really love mm -hmm. that was an amazing scene. Um, I also we haven't talked at all about Cassian uh, going back to get Marva. <laughs> yeah, yes. I was I was going to we get to see the best character in the show again. Mm hmm. Uh, B2 emo. Mm hmm. And that was sad. <laughs> Isn't it? He was so happy to see him. Oh, it was like almost heartbreaking when he's like, can I talk now? Yeah. No, B. <laughs> oh, oh. And, but that yeah, that, that oh, that scene when he's like, well, why are you staying here? And OK, before we get to that, when he <laughs> when he's walking, when he's walking through the square and you mm -hmm. hear the stormtroopers. And he has the flashback and you see the clone troopers, almost like the one that you have there sitting on your uh sitting on your desk there. Uh-huh. <laughs> and you get you get that flashback, and his dad is just trying to stop them from throwing rocks at him, and he gets included with them. Which is yeah. ironic because it is exactly what happens in this episode mm -hmm. to Cassian. But I don't know if you noticed this and I didn't even think about it before, but during the flashback is when it hit me. The name he chose for the mission on Aldani was Clem. Yeah. That was his dad's name. Mm hmm. I didn't even think about that until I saw that flashback and then they show how he was hung. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, oh man, he actually then, you know, he had a good relationship with his dad, too. And it's yeah. exactly what Luthan had talked about, where they'll hang you in the square just like your dad. Mm-hmm. And, and so the Marva part where she's like, she, she's trying to tell him that she's not going to leave because the rebellion's here. Mm-hmm. And she, I, have, I have a hard time. How did Cassian not tell her when she's like when i heard of the reports of the the robbery on aldani and like how did you'd almost feel like tell her tell mm -hmm. her well because she she said that heroes like that standing up against the empire but that but that's when he, then he's like dead heroes or something like that you know people die and and the reason he doesn't tell her is because he doesn't want her to go you know look i'm a freedom fighter no i he did it he's still in his in his head, trying to tell himself he did it just for the money, so that yeah. he, he could get her out of there. I thought I loved that fact that, you know, he got this money. He snuck back in to try to get her out somewhere warm and dry, so they're not living in the cold and wet anymore, like you said. And and the way, but the, I just like 
the way she felt. She says mm-hmm. she's never walked through that square again because of what happened to Clem. And mm-hmm. then you get this moment where she says, I walked through, I walked through the square with a smile on my face. She, she put on her best coat mm-hmm. and, and walked through the square with a smile on her face. Yeah. And it just almost gives you kind of chills of like, yeah, okay, she's ready to stand up. She's ready for the rebellion. She's like, those, those there's got to be work to be done. And she, another thing, he's like, we'll go somewhere where the, where the empire is not. And she's like, that doesn't exist. The only place it exists is in my head. They can't take it in my, they can't build barracks in my mind. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And it is just, it's a super interesting too, because... Then you compare that when he goes back to talk with Bix. Yeah. And she tells him that you need to get out of here. And Tim died. And Tim. And <laughs> that. <laughs> Long Tim. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and that basically everyone on Ferrix blames Cassian for it. Yeah. Which you can understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I don't know the full story. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, what about... It was... it was." She, he says to him, it was your crazy boyfriend that turned me in. Mm-hmm. And that's where it's like, okay, Cassian, you're being a bit of a jerk here. Calm down. <laughs> yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. you did kill two people. Again... Might not have been, they might have been picking on you. And I mean, it doesn't matter. It's basically, again, we're on this trail of things just happened to Cassian. Not a lot of this is his choice. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what we're building to. Because obviously, we know in Rogue One, he's the one that makes the choice to go to Scarif. It's his choice. Yeah. No one forces him to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so we're still seeing. In this episode, him mostly just reacting to what's happening. Mm-hmm. And and I yeah, I think this whole this whole scene there was really good. Um, like you had mentioned, like getting the full story of Clem. We've all been kind of wondering about that all the way from you know when we first see Clem and Marva together. You're kind of like, okay, what happened to Clem? And then when you hear you know Luthen say that. And, it, you know, it really hits him. So then you're kind of wondering, like, you know, how did that all happen? So you get to see that. So that hits you right in the feels. And then, like you said, then there's the kind of like, you know, you start thinking in your head about him picking Clem for that mission. It's really like to honor him, you know, and, and stuff like that. And so, like, that was really cool. And then you also get like a little bit of a throwback uh, with him and Bix, too. Right. Because he jumps over the wall. Right. And he was like, remember, like when I was doing this, when you're like kids, you know, which we kind of all felt like was the case, you know, like that they knew each other for a long time. And then she was like, what would you say? Like, you shouldn't be here or something. She was like, he's like, that's what your dad said to or something. (laughs) It's like so good. That's what your dad said to me. You shouldn't be here right now. (laughs) Yeah, you should be here right now. I was like, yeah, that's what your dad said to. It was like, oh, it's so good. And but once again, like it also gave us a little bit more because they kind of left it like more like a real big mystery of their relationship to some extent, you know, and then giving us this little piece kind of like showed like, 
what we kind of all felt was the case. So mm -hmm. like they were like probably really good friends from being kids, you know, had a little bit of like more than friends relationship, but their friendship was way longer probably than their real romantic relationship ever was. And so then you can kind of see like the whole thing with, uh, you know, her and Tim and then her, you know, like how she felt about him with other girls, you know, like there is still like a little bit of this, you know, like she's all like saying he's sleeping around and all that type of stuff. There's a little bit more to the story and you can understand it a little bit more. And that was all based on just like a, a few sentences that they threw us in this episode. And so, yeah, I thought it was really good. I mean, Marva's whole story really hits you in the feels, you know, and how she's mm -hmm, standing mm -hmm. up finally after all these years. Right. And then you get to see Cl the Clem story like in like, oh, man, that that really guts you, too. <clears throat> and then, you know, you get a little bit with like Bix, too. Like I thought that was, you know, once again, some of these things that are can continue to be built on. And finally, the other thing um, we haven't mentioned yet is Marva then hits him with one more thing before he leaves. If if he didn't already felt like daggers all over, says, like, stop looking for your sister. That's you know, one, like, oh, that's thing I was going to ask you. I was like, do you think that that's the end of that story or. They brought it up again, so I don't know if they will. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, and yeah, they're, she, they're she obviously put it still a thought on their mind. One thing that kind of hit me more in the field is not this, just that that uh, uh what she says is stop looking for your sister but i i like the part where cassian says basically i can't leave you i can't leave you yeah. here to do that i i would worry about you constantly and she goes well that's just love mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and and i was like oh man <laughs> <laughs> yeah but but then yeah then she says you can't don't look for your sister and I thought that was an interesting idea because I feel like there's still more to be said to what's happened there. Because yeah, you yeah. said there, there's no survivors on Kunari. What happened there was not your responsibility. So yeah, what was it that kid. happened? Exactly. Yeah, and so that's huge. I feel like they can't just drop bombs on us like that and never have any conclusion. That's too big. And then the other thing is, I don't know if you guys noticed this, but multiple times they showed two of those blow guns. There's two blow guns oh, in, okay. in his room. And I was like, why would there be two? You know, is one his and one his sister's? Like, how would, if they left at that moment, how would there have been two? Like, I was like, I don't know that it's weird. And she only picked up one specifically and was looking at it lovingly. And so I was like, is this the sister's or is this his? Like, I was like, oh, man, like, I don't know. Like, I was like, did is there more to the sister after that moment? Or was that the yeah. last time he saw his sister? Because cause we, cause obviously the, they took him from there. We don't know that was the last time he was there. Right. Right. We don't, yeah, we don't know that full story. So, yeah, mm -hmm. that's that interesting. Some, some explaining, <laughs> explaining what needs to go on. Oh, man. So but then we also get in this episode, we get Luthen's assistant who goes to meet secretly with vel yeah we'll talk about you know briefly recap the mission we'll, we'll these people they'll remember uh terramin gorn and nemec 
but then she doesn't she doesn't mention skiing and then she goes is val goes is that all and then she the other girl goes we had our doubts about skiing that's one less thing to worry about mm-hmm. but then basically tasks vel with going out and finding cassian capturing him or even potentially killing Which... him Saying mm-hmm. we can't have him going out there with Luther in his head. That's that right. line was so interesting to me. I was like, what does she mean by that? Does she mean <clears throat> that maybe he could give up Luther? Like he could be a uh, piece that would would ruin their would would uh, oh, I can't think of the word jeopardize out, jeopardize. Yeah, that they'd be found out. Mm-hmm. And is that what she was meaning, or maybe? She doesn't want his radical Luthen's radical ideas in his head. No, I think because it's more like it's more like they don't want him to link back to Luthen. I think I think yeah. that's true. I think yeah. you're right there. I will say, like on a side note, you know, both of them, like you know, look pretty good in their little outfits, right? But like Vel, after you know, we've seen her like living. <laughs> Living on nothing, living on scraps for three months. She cleaned up pretty good in Coruscant. <laughs> cleaned up pretty good. That's uh, <laughs> uh, I think uh, Kalani said, is it bad that I almost didn't recognize Vel when she's all cleaned up and in nice clothes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, hey, I was the same way for a second. It took me a second because I was like, wait a second, who's this? And then also the assistant. Like, I could be wrong here. I'd have to watch it again. But I'm pretty sure, like, like I think this one, she has like her hair down. And it's like long, and when she was yep. like at the place, it was like all it's all up. it's done up. Yeah, yeah. So like she Definitely looked a little different to too. And when she was going, and then she also had that hood on right at the beginning, and like when she I, like the stormtroopers for a second, like it, okay, it was like a second, but it was a long second. It was like one of those seconds that felt like an eternity. I was like, like when you say Tim, I was like, yeah, like it, it was the second M of Tim. I was like, is this freaking Leia? You know, like, you know, like with the the hood and everything and kind of like, you know, secretive and all this type of stuff. Like I, for a second, I was like, what the heck? Yeah. Well, then you get, you get Vel asking about Cinta. Have you heard from Cinta? Yeah. And, and the other girl's response is she's doing what she was told. Mm-hmm. And it's like okay what was what was her part of the mission that even val doesn't know what's going on which i know we're going to get more of because they did show her on Donnie when in the storm in the star destroyer coming above oh, that was so and then cool. she they show oh, yeah gave me, show gave me Jedi on the, rogue one vibes on the mm-hmm. the swoop that bike or whatever the thing. kind of thing she's on and but that's all they showed in this episode of her but so mm-hmm. but again just like cyril because they're showing us those little snippets, I feel like they're gonna we're gonna continue to get some of their story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. That oh, will like, that will be interesting to like see if there if there's gonna be also more on Aldani at least for a while. Yeah, because that's where the retaliation's gonna be. You would think you think that there there's gonna be some kind of like massacre. They're gonna kill the Aldani's. That oh, we're viewing man. the eye something because because even uh they say they say in one of their meetings that if someone uses a cultural tradition or something like the the eye of oh. the Aldani, if they use something like that to get away with that, that, that is not gonna be okay. 
Yeah. They that is going to be they're going to crack down on that. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of terrifying, really. And so I like the you get to the part where uh Deidre is still fighting to get the information from Ferrix from what's the, what's the other guy's name? The <clears throat> the ding dong who's trying to hold her up and he he wants to oh yeah 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 uh, he wants to yeah, out her name? in in front of every in front of the rest of the supervisors and be like no you're you're oh, trying to reach uh, for supervisor power blevin blevin okay yeah blevin's trying to out her in front of in front of everyone that she's trying to push her way up and and the way she deals with him is so amazing. Like what she's finding out the, all this information that she's been digging up and the way he talks about sectors, which from what I understood is the way she talks about that major part of gas, the the head, head guy there, he's the one that invented these sectors. Yeah. It's his system that they're using, which is kind of interesting. And I'm just like, She's like, do you think these rebels care about what re- what lines we draw on maps? Yeah. Like, why <clears throat> Why would they even care about that? Mm-hmm. And so I found it really interesting because uh, Blevin gets his butt kicked and he's like, hey, nope, taking that away from you, giving that to Deidre, and she's going to be in charge of this going forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I love it. his last little snippet is, Imagine if everyone in this room played as loose with the rules as you talking to Deidre. Mm-hmm. And then then Major Party goes, Excellent suggestion. Yeah. <laughs> he was using it as an insult. And he's like, Maybe we should do that. Mm-hmm. Have some more yeah. free thinkers. Yeah, I don't know if you if you guys have that up right now, but I yeah, I I love that whole interaction. And then too, when he when he when he gives her the sector, like I'm spacing exactly what the wording was, but that was so good too. When he was like, he basically was just like, well, obviously, like, you know, she has, you know, enough like interest in the sector. So she should take it over. And you like clearly something rather, clearly are but... lacking in your, your you're not it's getting grading... your. So he's saying it's a he said it's a great interest to uh, mm-hmm. to Dedra and it's a distraction to. There Levin. it is. Yeah, that was so good. He's <laughs> such a good like actor you know, leader in, in like that group of people too. That it's just like everything he says is like so good. Cause even like initially when she says about the lines, like Tyler was mentioning, he was like, are you, so you're saying like my system is flawed or whatever, you know? And <laughs> and her line. I, I, I like that, that it might be his system, but if he, he he's actually potentially willing to take yeah. uh, advice and, and change things for the better. He's not like, mm-hmm. this is mine. This is how we're doing it my way or the highway. He's like, yeah. all right, somebody's actually got a good idea here. Let's roll with it. See what we can come up with. She, when her line, her line, because he, he goes, are you, are you saying there's something wrong with my line and, or my plan, basically? And she goes, systems either change or die. Yeah. And that was a very interesting one. And I a like. brave thing to say to the guy who made the system. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. systems either change or die but and I, and i like how he gives her all this extra stuff and then but they have this quick little meeting 
afterwards mm-hmm. as they walk out. He said he basically he tells her, "Good job. Watch your back." Yeah, I and love I, that. I, I love I, that. Yeah, I don't think that's a direct threat from him. It's not. Yeah, I think yeah. it's 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 good. At, he's he's trying to like, okay, you you did good, but that put a target on your back, so you have to be careful. Yeah, you gotta watch yeah. your back. I, I think not from just, him, but from other people that are are wanting that power. Like Ble- right. Ble- Blevin. Yeah, yeah, Blevin especially 100%. Blevin, who lost even, who lost his power to her. Yeah, but even everyone else, and once again, it kind of goes back to what I was talking about him before. You know, when they had that little mediation right between uh, Deidre and Blevin before. You know, I love the fact that he takes the time to not only like it's not like he's just 100% criticizing and saying you're bad and you're dumb and why are you doing that and whatever like <clears throat> he's taking these moments to you know in his own way teach all these people he's training them right and so i love the fact that you know he does those things like he leaves and he's like walk with me you know like he's done that multiple times now right and so i think that that's a really cool like it's it's just proves like he's a really good leader you know like in any any situation even though he's like you know a major player in the isb he's actually just a really good leader and he's saying hey like you like you said he's he's okay to take criticism himself right if someone can give him a better idea yeah he'll, he'll take it and then on top of it not only is he just saying you did this wrong but then he's like here's a way that you can do better or this isn't the only thing like okay you did bad here but you're doing really good on this so keep doing that and then this little situation, like you were saying, I definitely don't think it was a threat. I think he was saying, good job. You, you're doing good. What you're doing, I see what you're trying to do, and you're doing good. But now you got to be careful because now you're reaching out for, you know, that status or whatever that other people are also reaching out for. Or have mm-hmm. that they want to keep. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, she's new, right? They, Leblevin was even making fun of her about it, right? Like because she, she only operates, junior. she only has like two sectors, and he has six. Mm-hmm. Well, now she has three, and he has five. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so and an interesting one, an interesting sector with stuff going on. Yeah, with stuff going on in it. Yeah. So then we get to Planet Florida. Namos. Did anybody get? Did anybody get? Uh, <laughs> Lego summer vacation vibes from this. That's all I was thinking about. You, yeah, you just see like Vader, like in his like <laughs> coming out of the water. His just, tank like, top. A, his tank top. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Building sandcastles and playing yeah. volleyball with the emperor. Yeah, this was the this was the moment. No, <laughs> this is where they it, went. No, <laughs> it's just. I love the music that played when they introduced this planet. Mm-hmm. Very different. It was. It was but... It was like, like woodwinds, but with like an electronic, mm-hmm. electro mix to it. What do you guys I think of like the cool. the time, the time frame? Like, what do you, do you think that? How long do you think this time? It feels like it's a time jump because he felt very comfortable there. They're talking about food. He already has like a secret hiding place for his money. Like, what do you guys? I think mean, it's, it's probably. I mean, probably like maybe a, a couple week or months, so. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> He's oh, like, a week? Oh, man, they seemed really comfortable for a week, but he's like, it's I mean, Cassie. He, got, he knows he's, good hiding places he, and he's smooth. So yeah, yeah he's a smooth talker. He, he found a, a nice local. Though that's what I was I was telling Lily. I was like, uh, my wife, I was telling her the only thing I can think is it could be a short amount of time, but it's a girl he already knew. 
because I was like, he seems really comfortable. She seemed that like not even him, like he could be suave and smooth, Don't just forget like the, the type of guy. Yeah, but she seems very comfortable with him. This isn't like some bought and paid for girl. Like, you know, she seems pretty comfortable there, just chilling, right? And then like just the, mm -hmm. the whole hiding place. Like, I feel like that was a really <laughs> good hiding place. And like he's pretty comfortable, like, you know, commuting the planet too. I, I don't know. Like, I, I feel more like Quentin. I feel like it could be like a month or or something like maybe. but and, and maybe we'll we'll see i guess if they end up mentioning it because uh, the empire's plan i'm sure it's not like overnight and they're going to implement it i feel like they're probably scheming something big you know so well, and then we get we get him walking and people running by him and then he sees a storm a sand trooper storm trooper behind him kind of chasing him and then obviously he's he's always looking over his shoulder he's always been the kind of guy who always look over his shoulder and that gets him in trouble just looking around <laughs> literally just yeah. looking around and the empire's like oh you must be a bad guy you were looking around mm -hmm. you're going to jail for six I years think, i think this <laughs> yeah, is his moment years. where yeah it used to be six months now it's six years and I, mm -hmm. what i love about that is that if he were to actually fulfill his entire six years it would be after a new hope he wouldn't get out of prison until after A New Hope, which means he wouldn't have been there in Rogue One. He wouldn't have been doing what he does for the Rebellion. So obviously something happens where he gets out of prison. Are we going to get mm -hmm. uh, is, is Val going to do a prison heist and get him out of there? Is that yeah. what we're going to Pris see? Prison break in Star Wars? Oh, yeah, that's actually exactly. kind of awesome. That would be really cool. She like gets arrested just to get him out. That that would be that would be pretty pretty sick. Uh, mm -hmm. And then we get to see the so, the droids. One thing, the sand the, uh, sand trooper that stops him. Mm -hmm. I like how, Easter yeah, egg. The, 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 the Easter trooper egg. says, "Storm tourists don't run," and he's like, "I wasn't running." The stormtrooper never saw him actually run. He just all he saw was that he was sweating because he's on a beach in a very warm area. I'd be sweating too. So Easter egg. The stormtrooper is voiced by Sam Witter, Witwer, uh, you know who who does hmm. Darth Maul in the Clone Wars and Rebels and Solo, and with Star Killer. That's the the stormtrooper, the sand trooper that stops him. That's who is who does the voice. Huh. And I also thought that. it was really interesting that the K two droid takes what he says as literal. Hang, Hang, on, Hang on to, to him. him. Tell him, hang. tell him you mean watch. Saying, hang, hang. Yeah, mm -hmm. and and then he picks him up by his throat and he's yelling at the sand trooper to tell him you mean watch. Yeah, <laughs> and you know if you've played Fallen Order, that those things are not easy to take down. Mm -hmm. They're not. Yeah. And and I th I thought it was interesting because you first saw him, you're like. You, you see the droid and you're like, oh, K2, K2. Yeah. And then it's like, no, mm -hmm. no. These things and are scary. And then there's like a few of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're just grabbing people and oh, they're watch. trying to run away. Uh, oh, man. Rough. And so, yeah, he gets the six year sentence. And I think this I is the if... moment that literally he gets arrested for just being on the beach, basically. Mm -hmm. and anti-imperial anti is... activity yeah 
And, no, he wasn't. He was <laughs> the anti-Valkyrie ran past him. Yeah, and I think this is the moment that's going to tell him that he can't just not fight because obviously, mm-hmm. if stuff like this, anyone can be arrested for anything, and there's no, there's no trial. There was no trial. They read what he was charged with and sentenced him. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't get a trial. He didn't get. She. she yeah, this wasn't a trial. Him, it was a sentencing. Mm-hmm. And and she tells him, "Quit talking to me, otherwise you might get another uh, uh, resisting." Another resisting charge, yeah. yeah. Resisting a judgment, yeah. There you go. Yeah, I I think that is, and once again, it kind of goes back to like really thinking how long this has been, because it would be it would be pretty crazy if they could get all of these like orders out to the systems like that quickly to like make everything harsher to make you know people more in fear of the empire. Um, it definitely seemed new, like they were all kind of even like her giving it was kind of like it was a new thing, you know, like, yeah, I think they even mentioned something along the lines of that, like that they're trying to make everything harsher. That well, it, so came it used to be a six month sentence and now it's six years. Yeah. So, yeah. It, she, she says get... apologies all around. Like what? <laughs> You're not a she doesn't for even anything. care and she just, she just <clears throat> reads it and goes. Uh-huh. And yeah, that was, that was real interesting. So. Uh, we got I'm yeah we have a if, lot if of storylines. If we're gonna get the uh, K two, if he's gonna somehow reprogram a droid while he's in prison, and that'll help him escape. Ooh, I like that. That's and that's then at the very hard. end of the episode, what do we get? So we get, as Quentin we was get mentioned, more, I was gonna say at the very end of the episode after that sentencing, you get Cyril sitting there, going <laughs> through his stuff uh-huh. in his gray in his gray suit now and black tie just like everybody else but you Looking can tell like he, he just doesn't like he's bored out of his mind and and doesn't want to fit in mm-hmm. <clears throat> which makes you him get the... prime for rebellion he the... doesn't want to fit in he doesn't want to have to be the same person mm-hmm. and for the credits you get the music for the like we're showing when the planet first came on yeah yeah it was so mm-hmm. great uh yeah, and we get so as we kind of talked about the next the next set of episodes will be uh so 8, 9 and 10 are basically going to be another arc that we've seen because we got this one like off that's not really part of an arc. Mm-hmm. Is what this episode was, but the next three are going to be part of an arc and then you're going to get the last two the finale are going to be like a two-part finale. So the next three episodes are slow build up to his prison break, right? Planning <laughs> and, and it happening. And then the final two episodes are, are his resolve being built and his official joining the empire or joining the empire, joining the rebellion. <laughs> <Dang>! <laughs> and, and then all of season two, we're going to see him fighting, doing missions for the rebellion. Mm-hmm. Gosh, this show's so Man. good. I'm so I heard, yeah. I heard, I'm, I'm excited for season two. We still have I know. I am. I'm left. totally excited for season two, and like I'm okay with that. Right. <laughs> oh, it's yeah, so man. good. All right, guys. But, well, yeah. I think yeah, we've, that was we've... A, that was a blast. I'm so happy to be back <laughs> and uh, with you guys uh, talking about Star Wars, talking about Andor, and yeah, I'm super excited for 
uh, next this week's episode and what it all uh, what it all brings. But I'm just going to continue to think what's going to happen next episode because it could go so many different ways for real. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this has been a, a fun chat. I know we've had a few a couple of weeks off and, and it's just been good to get to actually discuss it again. Yeah. <clears throat> but nice to have some some chatters in as well. Mm-hmm. Always nice to see Seth around. Yeah, yeah. Big shout out to the chat. Uh, Seth, always. Uh, he actually, he just joined Carpool Gaming, which I don't know if you guys have seen that, um, but Carpool Gaming. I, I, has, read, I read that he joined them, yeah. Yeah, they are, they are so <laughs> amazing. Um, I love those guys. Uh, and so he's in the, the Nintendo Drive with uh, Sean Capri and with Lockleth. And their show is super amazing. So anybody watching, definitely go check them out. I was uh, lucky enough to guest on Carpool Gaming on We The Gamer Cast uh, with Sean. Everybody there is so amazing. So Seth fits in perfectly because he's such a great guy. Um, but yeah, definitely check that, check that out. Um, it's a Nintendo podcast, but it's just a good time. Uh, Kalani, thank you always uh, for jumping in, being with us. Uh, Renaissance men, both of you guys, but uh, Stu, if that's you, uh, yeah, thank you for jumping in. Uh, appreciate you guys. Um, hopefully I can get on your show soon. That'd be fun. And uh, we had Cream Pie Lars, uh, had some awesome takes. Thanks for jumping in the chat. And uh, let's see, who else? Do we have anyone else? No, I think that was it. But yeah, thank you, Chad, as always. Uh, makes it uh, more fun for us to bounce ideas off of you guys and uh, hear your thoughts on Star Wars as well. So thank you, guys. Yeah, you guys bring up points that maybe we don't always think of. And so it's good to kind of discuss them. And that's the fun of doing the show live. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, uh, Josiah, do you got anything going on? What do you got your giveaway going on still? Yeah, so uh, this month's giveaway, still got that going on. Um, it's on my Twitter channel, um, but it's also in in kind of like in conjunction with Hezekiah's YouTube channel. Um, but yeah, basically I'm giving away three months of Game Pass Ultimate, three months PlayStation Premium, or um, like game, uh, GeForce Now. Uh, really any any of those premium services, like if you... If you want enter and you win, I'll give you three months of any of them. So, yeah, definitely, yeah, Whichever definitely jump choose. on that. Yeah, anyone that you choose. Yeah, like I'll, gotcha. yeah, I'll definitely, I'll definitely hook you up. Uh, we got some uh, cool things coming. Hezekiah's got a couple of big videos. Um, I'll just take one extra minute. Don't want to take up too much time about this, but uh, yeah. So Hezekiah has just gotten so much love from the community, um, from the community here, from the Twitter community um and the gaming community as whole met so many cool people that are just 100 percent supporting hezekiah his youtube channel and um everything that he's endeavoring to do um just recently i don't know if you guys saw somebody sent hezekiah amazon fire stick a 4k one so he can play uh, uh from the tv play amazon luna and so yeah that was super awesome and uh I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and say this. It's kind of a little bit of a surprise because the video hasn't even went out yet. It's probably going to be a couple of days before it comes out yet. But from the video of Hezekiah just being devastated about Stadia closing, somebody in the comments was just like, oh, man, you know, like they felt so bad for Hezekiah. And they said, I would be willing to buy him an Xbox to fill that gaming void. 
And so I didn't believe it. My wife didn't believe it. I didn't even tell Hezekiah because I, I was like, I want it to be a surprise if it really is. If it doesn't happen, I don't want him to get all hyped for nothing because he's super excited to get one. And uh, <clears throat> anyways, it showed up. I mean, so yeah, Jar nice. the second. So uh, my good friend on Twitter, Jar the second, sends Hezekiah an Xbox Series S just just because he's a generous guy and he wants Hezekiah to not feel bad about losing Stadia. So yeah, we have an Xbox Series S in the house and I'm going to be playing it too. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Uh yeah, it's that was super awesome. And uh that's kind of what's going on uh with me on Twitter and with Hezekiah's channel. We we streamed for the first time. Uh and, uh, I don't even know if I mentioned this before, but also um, someone who's jumped in the mostly Star Wars chat, Joe, he actually, and I can't remember if I told you guys this, but he sent Hezekiah a, like a whole package to start streaming. Uh, so he sent him a, a 4K capture card. He sent him a, a webcam, a ring light. And uh, yeah, so he just got him all set up to stream. And so I'm just blown away by all the love uh, people have been giving Hezekiah. And uh, it's, it's just amazing to see. It's amazing to see him happy and excited to, to do this, you know, to, to be on camera, to stream. Uh, we, we started streaming. I said I'd get and take a minute, but this is going way too long. But <laughs> we started streaming. And within 10 minutes of our first stream, YouTube took our, our video down and put like a strike on us and gave us a warning and i didn't know this but and it's my fault because i didn't read the terms and conditions of youtube but <laughs> I, if you're underage you can't stream by yourself i guess so you have to have an adult present with you 100 visible on camera so i i had no idea that that was the thing so anyway so now i'm kind of like shadow banned a little bit like on his channel for streaming so Hezekiah wanted to stream so bad, I, I created a Twitch for him. So now Hezekiah also has a Twitch channel. We'll have to eventually put that <laughs> in there too. Anyways, we jumped on. We streamed for two hours on Twitch. It was awesome. I, at one point, we had like 10 or 12 people watching. And it was like his first stream. And it was a blast. He was playing Pokemon Arceus and um, uh, Fall Guys. And I think he jumped on, did some Animal Crossing, showed everybody his island. But I mean, that was it, that was crazy. I mean, 12 people watching. That was just I, heartwarming for me. Love seeing people jump in the chat. That was so cool. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm a happy and, and proud dad. But yeah, that's that's way too much. That's about awesome. us. So yeah, no, that's awesome. <laughs> that, that's what's going on, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't got too no, much we, going we on. It. I'm trying to do more videos <laughs> on my channel, do some more streaming eventually there and yeah that's about it uh you can also follow mm -hmm. me on twitter links are in the description and yeah fun fun content there <clears throat> uh, i'm a little i'm a little sad because my canucks are sucking again so Oof. yeah <laughs> so, yeah to our our good friend bruce togo bap he's a big yeah he, uh, he's, he's fan chirping too, me so yeah <laughs> he's chirping me so <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. but yeah if you want to give me a follow uh or subscribe to my channel i'd really appreciate that trying to get that to grow and mm. yeah what about you q honestly i got nothing going on i'm just i'm just happy to be back <laughs> talking about star wars yeah that's good so <laughs> like uh, and subscribe mostly yes, star wars please. we appreciate it 
hit that bell because recently we haven't been on a hundred percent same time schedule. So hit that bell. Yeah. So you get yeah. notified when we jump on and start talking crazy about star Wars. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, thanks guys. And thanks to everyone in chat and thanks mm-hmm. to everyone listening on the podcast later. We greatly appreciate your support. May the force be with you. Always. <laughs> <laughs>